In radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. King Phillips lockout continues for the tackle shops through the surfs a little bit. S-E-R-F-S there, not S-U-R-F-S. A little bit of a crumb jumping the party boat numbers from 10 to 25. Well, good for the party boats and the captains. Love you guys and gals working hard, kicking ass out there. Gives you some breathing room, but the tackle shop, except for curbside service, remain pretty much on lockdown. But I will say one thing, the fishing, both salt and fresh, whether you're chasing tuna, that's going to be this is what the show is about the next two segments. A bluefin tuna bites exploded. You have yellowfin, you have some even some longfin out there, and some big eye, whoa along with the bluefin, mid-range and offshore. The fluke bite's been super this past week, despite the weather. Sea bass, forget it. Even I can catch a little bit of sea bass in less than 15 minutes. Well, maybe not 15 minutes. Yeah, give me 20 minutes on that. And in the back bay, again, the flounder, especially those channel edges and uh, holes, it has been absolutely great. I'm hearing some reports of 50-50 throwbacks to keepers. And we're going to wrap up the program, hopefully have one, two, three, four, four, maybe five fishing reports. But coming up, like I said, our next two segments, it's all about tuna. This is our annual tuna show. Just a couple of reminders, Stafford Avenue within the Manahawk and Management Area will be closed this Monday through Friday for paving. That's your main artery. Again, there are still some white perch in those creeks back there. Okay, not the big ones, not the big ones, but the nice, hey, man, whiteies, I'll keep those things at six and a half, seven inches and cook them all. Stripe Bass bonus tag program. They're still taking applications. All online, njfishandwildlife.com. Hit the saltwater fishing link. Go to the bonus tag program. Boom, boom, boom. That's going to give you one fish, 24 to under 28 inches. And next Saturday, keep this going. Tom P, you talk a lot of freshwater because in Jersey, especially South Jersey, it is that good. Next Saturday is June 6th is free fishing Saturday. No license or trout snap required. Get a chance, get out there, experience a largemouth bass. I'm going to head over to you, you know, like the smallmouth bass, the crappies, the panfish. Still plenty of trout out there. You got pickerel fishing. It's just a yellow perch. It's just absolutely great here in Jersey. Well, grab that cup, grab that rebel. Be right back with Chuck Snyder. 40 years tuna fishing experience and still going strong. Be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. East Coast roofing and siding. Protecting what you love and own. East Coast roofing and siding. Trust us with your family and home. Hi, this is Larry Styler. I want to introduce our team of experienced exterior consultants. Hi, I'm Bill Blank. Hi, I'm Dave Capri. Hi, I'm Sean Steitler. Hi, I'm Phil Moran. Contact East Coast's team today for a professional estimate for roofing, siding, or windows. Don't compromise the safety of your family and home. East Coast offers financing with no interest and no payments for 12 months. And you can save more by getting your project done now at last year's price. Along with 12 months, no interest, and no payments. Call 609-646-1444 or eastcoastroofing.com. If you'll call, we'll show up. East Coast Roofing and Siding. Trust us with your family and home. Dilling Marvel and Tile wants customers to know that customer safety is of utmost priority always, and especially now during this difficult time. Billing Marble and Tile is still open for business and wants to help you with your home improvement projects. Billing Marble is taking extra safety precautions, including additional sanitizing of equipment and products. Billing Marble and Tile offers wood look porcelain tile, granite and marble countertops, backsplashes, wall tile, and great ideas for new bathrooms. How about putting in stylish granite and quartz countertops by Filling Marble and Tile Outlet? Filling Marble and Tile, giving you personalized service that only a family-owned store can give. Forget those big box stores where you have to do everything yourself. Filling Marble and Tile will help you turn your ideas into something spectacular. For a quick preview of what they offer, visit FillingMarble.com. Filling Marble and Tile Outlet, Philadelphia Avenue and Route 30 in Egg Harbor City. FillingMarble.com. Millions manage their benefits online so they can do what they want offline. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Was, was it about May 2nd or 3rd, somewhere in there? 
Uh, Noah revised the bluefin regs. Yay! Something went in our favor. Yeah, although still no giants allowed. What for? Uh, why? Our upcoming guest <laughs> for no reason. But here's a new dealio. Private vessels with HMS, that's highly migratory species, angling permit, two school, 27 to less than 47, one large school slash small, medium, 47 to less than 73. Charter boats with an HMS, uh, charter boat headboat permit fishing recreationally, three school, one large uh, school slash small, medium, and for headboats with an HMS charter, headboat permit fishing recreationally, six school, and two large school slash small and medium. And here's the deal. This show, we usually would have gone, we do it every year, would have been on in about a week from now. But about two weeks ago, man, this tuna action in mid-range and out in the canyons has exploded. Now, there's even some big eyes and longfin being caught. Now, the bluefin are here, some yellowfin. I want to do, uh, this, this is the talk tuna time with Tom P. And tuna Chuck Schneider, Manahawk and tuna maven. He's been doing this, I guess, the tuna offshore thing. God, going on four decades. And a man told me his age. And he's been on Rack and Fin before. Back Bay Fluke, uh, Inlet Stripers. The guy's an excellent fisherman. Just all-around cool dude. But I'll tell you, he looks nowhere near that. I mean, he's the polar opposite of me. <laughs> and he's uh, he's been doing this gig for 40 years. And he looks, he looks like he's probably still in his late 30s, early 40s. But he is amazing. Very knowledgeable. We're going to hit on the bluefin bite that is going on right now. In fact, Chuck was just out. I believe the Linda Cole hearing some news on the Toms. Chuck Snyder, how you doing, little brother? I'm doing well, Tom. How about yourself? Tuna time with Snyder. How's it been? Now, you guys are uh, out there in those canyons kicking some ass. What's the dealio? We were out last week on Saturday, went out to the Linda Cole. Inside the canyon, it was 48 degrees. Whoa. As soon as we got out into the deep, about 4,000 feet, it was 67. That's a 19-degree break. That's a big deal. Uh-huh. We fished the cold water. We went in from 49 to 54 degrees and had bluefin all over the place. I guess we had 10 bluefin, kept Whoa. two, the smaller mm -hmm. ones, and then had moved out, picked up, and ran to the warm water, actually. That's when we had three yellowfin and a white marlin. And I've you got a white marlin in the month of May ever. I'm telling you, I, I don't, you know, the, the climate change, the global war, whatever, whatever nonsense they want to call it. But this is, even by your standards, this is really early, is it not? I mean, well, now, wait a second. Well, let me correct that. Last year, uh, Dean Lambros and Adam LaRosa on, from the Canyon Runner fleet, they had, called, they had some action about the third week in May. And they said this was the earliest action they've seen in a while. Would you say this is uh, ahead of schedule? Uh, for bluefins, not really. We've been catching bluefins since Mother's Day for the past 10 years. We try to fish on really? Mother's Day. So... We're all members at the PJ for Marlin and Tuna Club also. And I guess seven of the past eight or nine years, we've had the first tuna fish caught. So we get out there early every year. As soon as there's some kind of break, some kind of decent break in the water, we're there. Now, Chuck, is the spread of bluefin, is it omnipresent? you got the lobster claw, you got the elephant trunk, then you got the Toms, the Lindy, uh, the Baltimore, the Wilmington. Well, what's what's the situation? Are they just swarming all over the place? Yeah, I think they're, anything, I think they're anywhere from about 40 miles out to the canyons. Uh -huh. As long as you can find some life. They're staying there, but I think they really like that temperature break where it comes. They come out of the warm water into the cold. Right is where they really like it. The bluefins the most. Well, Chuck, what what are, what are they feeding on? All tiny squid, little tiny squid, maybe an inch and a half, two inches. For everyone I've cleaned, that's what's been inside their bellies. Wait, 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 wait! You're talking fish from what weight range? Eating well, that again. Listen, listen and shout out to Captain Steve Bent, a free spirit there out of us. He said, "You know, Tom, elephants eat peanuts too." I mean. What's the, what's the size range of these bluefin? The ones we've caught were often small ones. The biggest one we had is, I guess, I don't know, 40, 43 inches, something like that, 42 inches. And they're still so, eating little little one-inch squid? <laughs> little, yeah, one-inch, two-inch, maybe something like that. Perfectly whole in their body. I mean, they just, they, they just must swim through the schools of them, just suck them up and eat them whole. Okay, Joe, inside the Rack and Fin line this morning is Chuck Snyder from Manahawk and 40 years uh, experience with the tuna bite, especially the early tuna bite. We're talking bluefin. Uh, Chuck, on the blue fins now, strictly a trolling game. Is you have you have poppers? Uh, any any surface action? What's happening? It's strictly it's strictly for us trolling, and we troll a very a very specific spread most of the time. We started using two years ago these wide trackers. They are the bomb, for lack of a better word. They get your, they get the, these spreader bars out in the clean water, and the fish just can't stay off of them most of the time. It's just unbelievable. 
Chuck, I do the reports. In fact, it's starting this week, unless it's, uh, it'll be in next week on the digital version. I do the offshore reports for the Fisherman Magazine. That was last year, maybe a year before. Wide tracker bars and side tracker bars. Those, t- well, I mean, that they took over. I mean, Joe Shoots is still in there. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of, especially the blue and white and the crystal and the pink. But I tell you, Chuck, eight out of 10 reports came with those, the, the widened sides. Absolutely. We fish them on the long riggers. They get way out. They're, they're in such clean water, they get hit all the time. Now, we you know, we get, they hit skip, skipjack. We had um, some false albacore also, but they're constantly getting hit. So two, the, two of those, two in the flats, and then the way back with a blue and white Joe shoot or a blue and white Islander is what we always fish on the way back. And that's our spread, and that's really done well for us. Chuck, qualify the way back, please, because when I first heard it years ago, I, I was shaking my head saying, no, no, this is why I stick with blowfish and you know summer flounder. What is the way back dealio? The way back is the cent- we put it right down the center, right. on the center rigger, and dump a quarter of the spool probably. So it's back there, 200 yards, something this, like that. This is what... So it's obvious that the fish impales itself, correct? Yes. And so they'll, just, they'll eat that, and then that's, that's the one rod I never want to reel in. <laughs> I got you on that one. But, Chuck, what's the primary bait right now on the way back, you were saying? Uh, Balio. That's all we ever use is Balio. We'll, we'll fish some split-tail mullets when the water gets warmer. But for most of this time of year, it's all um, Balio, rig Balio on pin rigs. Mm-hmm. On Joe shoots or uh, we have a couple custom made lures that I made, but it's but they're the same idea. So right, that's another one, Chuck. The Islanders—they've been around for a long time, have they not? Yep, they've been around as long as I can remember. And green machines—I think green machines—we still fish those once in a while, and they still catch. They—they they, uh, they have withstood the test of time. We're speaking with Chuck Schneider. He is a tuna angler, tuna maven, tuna. Because that fact, his nickname is Tuna Chuck out of Manahawk and the bluefin bite that's going. What is it, Chuck, with the blue and white, especially with the shoots? Does that I, just you know resemble what? everything that swims under the surface of the skin of the, of the sea? I, I think that's part of it. I also think part of it is that everybody fishes blue and white, so it's going to catch fish. If everybody fished nothing but pink and white, there I think they would work just as well. <laughs> Listen, that's cool. That, that, that's offshore logic, plain and simple. That's <laughs> all it is. Not complicated. Now, Chuck, trolling speeds predicated on water temperature, size of the fish, amount of fish? For us, it, 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 it's conditions of the ocean. Okay. So we can troll, we normally troll about six and a half, six, six, eight knots. Mm-hmm. But if it's rough and we're trolling those um, Y trackers, they won't stay in the water. So you have to slow down. Now, the, the sea conditions affect the tuna behavior, the bluefin especially, because they can be really capricious. Yeah, I, I'd rather fish with a little bit of chop on top of the water and a little bit of uh, a little bit of wind. I mean, a very little bit, but enough to stirs it up. Sometimes mm-hmm. that real clean water, it takes a while for the fish to come up into that. Now, that where are they staging? Where are they traveling? Surface down to how far before they start to come up? What do you usually find this we, we, this time of year? We we put our depths down there at two hundred feet when we're in the canyon or out, right. out that general area. So most of the fish we've marked so far this year, we've been out twice. I've been around one hundred and forty feet. Mm-hmm. But then they come up, and we mark them, them less than that. But that's as deep as we've had them so far this year. Chuck, you had mentioned before that there is some sort of, for those so inclined, listeners, and it's a lot of fun. I, I tried it to say I did it, got my shoulders separated. Is it too early, though, for a popper bite, a surface plug bite, stick baits? Uh, only, normally you get those when you see all the fish pushing water on top. When you see the bluefins pushing water, right. and you cast over into them. I haven't seen any of those fish pushing water this year. That seems to be more of a fall-type fishery. Mm-hmm. Not that you can't do it in the spring, not that people don't do it, but you just got to wait till you find the fish and have them pop up. It's not, it's not a random, go pick some popular Lillian wreck and start throwing poppers. It's not that simple. Right. Yeah. And the reason I asked you that, Chuck, is I checked my records uh, the other night before you know uh, putting the program together. And I'm seeing that some were actually caught on, on surface baits. It was around the first week in June. Again, all of a sudden, here they were, and the guys, the anglers, took advantage of it, and then it was, again, then it transitioned more to the fall bite. Yeah, for us, what happens, we, we fish the canyons more often than not. So mm-hmm. on our way out or our way home, whoever's running the boat pays attention and looks for, looks for any kind of surface um, disturbance. So you're looking for some kind of white water in the clean water. And mm-hmm. if you do, then we'll pull over and we'll either put a spreader bar out or throw a popper to them. But most, more often than not, we'll just drop a spreader bar right back in, and we catch fish almost every time. 
So this you, is... can drag, you, can drag, you can get ahead of them, drag that over top of them, and one of them always comes up to eat something. So that's always good. <laughs> this is, you're getting me fired up, Schneider. Hey, we're up against a hard break. Check it. Hang in for another segment. Absolutely, Tom. Listen, you tuned in to Rack and Fin Radio, Tom P. and Chuck Snyder. We are talking to to grab that cup, grab that rebel. Be right back, Rack and Fin Radio. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. This is Ivan Nelson on behalf of the Lilliston Family Auto Group. In these trying times, there is plenty of uncertainty. But one thing is for certain. We are here for you now, and we will be here for you in the future when this is over. If you do need service now, know that our service department and parts department are open for complimentary pickup and delivery. Sales are open, too, for curbside and home delivery. Our staff is committed to operating safely at all times. Together we are strong, and together we will get through this. We hope you and your family stay safe and healthy. As the government works toward reopening the state, businesses throughout the area need to start getting their own action plans in place on how they intend to reopen. One of those action plans should include a spray down for COVID-19 prevention and disinfection treatment from South Jersey Building Services. South Jersey Building Services has over 20 years of experience in commercial contract cleaning services. Call Mike today toll free 866-725-7900 or visit sjbs-usa.com for more information. It's mosquito season, and a regular monthly program from Rid Pest Control can greatly reduce mosquitoes in your yard. No need for their technicians to come inside. Let Rid Pest Control prevent pests from the exterior. Rid can also control ants from the outside. Call Rid Pest Control and ask about their good neighbor mosquito discount. Call 646-7378 or go to RidPC.com and get your own personal exterior bug boy. Protecting your home, health and environment. Across America, business owners are figuring things out, finding new ways to serve customers, connect employees, and work with partners. Comcast Business is right there with you, with a network that helps give you speed, reliability, and security. Enough bandwidth to handle all your connected devices and applications. Voice solutions for any size business, including remote call forwarding and readable voicemail. Safe, convenient installation when you need it. And support 24-7. Get the connectivity your business needs with Comcast Business. Right now, get 200 megabit internet and one voice mobility line for $99.99 per month for two years with a three-year agreement when you sign up for paperless billing and automatic payments. Plus, ask about other offers to get a prepaid card worth up to $500. When every connection counts, you can count on us. Call 1-800-501-6000 today. Comcast Business. Requires enrollment and paperless billing and automatic payments through Comcast Business My Account or service charge increases by $10 per month. Offer in 63020. Restrictions apply not available in all areas. Limited new Comcast Business Internet, 200 megabits per second and one voice mobility line. Customers only early termination fee applies. Equipment installation taxes and fees extra subject to change. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Here we go, look out below, back inside Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. Weekend of May 30th and 31st. We're talking tuna with tuna Chuck Snyder. He is a tuna ace out of Manahawk and chasing the yellow fin, the blue fin, the big eye, the long fin, this fin, that fin for over 40 or I should say close to 40 years. Never would know it by looking at him, man. It's just, this guy is, he's going to be on my sexual sportsman calendar. If I ever get the money to do that, I'm telling you, man. The guy is good. We're talking bluefin bite now, which is, is going on. But, Chuck, what I want to ask you, we went over, like I said, the, the, the side trackers, wide trackers, what have you. When do you decide, I know the academic answer is when the fish aren't biting, but when do you decide what length of time do you give it, what area do you give it trolling when you say, hey, man, it's time to change color, which is critical? When I get tired of not catching fish. Well, there you go. It's really that simple. <laughs> If we're not catching fish, I'm changing. I'm dropping everything back. I'm bringing in everything tight, or I'm changing. I'm, cha- I'm changing lures out, or I'm switching sides with the side trackers. Anything to switch it up to get some kind of a bite is what you have to do. So if it takes a little bit of work, and it does, you put a lot of time and money to get out there. Sure. Right when you put the time in to, to try and do everything you can, you can to catch fish. Chuck, the, given the existing conditions, now say for next year, what what color what patterns do you start with? Is it a purple? Is it a zucchini? Is it the uh, the lime truce? What's the dealio? We have the pink and white on one side. We always have a green on one side. We normally run a rainbow one and then a white one or another green one. Mm-hmm. So we always have four wide trackers out at any given time. And normally we'll put out, if, we're, if it's really nice, we'll put, instead of putting a way back with a blue and white Joe shoot, we'll put a straight spreader bar right straight out the back of the boat. Wow. Now, what's the distance on that rear spreader bar? That's out past everything else by about at least 20 yards. Okay. So that's probably, I would guess, 100 yards behind the boat. And you're, a little more net. And, and Chuck, again, predicated on conditions, what's your speed? Two, 2.3 knots, 5 knots, 5.6, what? 
well, we're almost we're, we're almost always at around six and a half knots, unless it's really rough and you can't run that stuff. Okay. But we try to run somewhere around six and a half knots all the time. Because the majority of our baits are artificial, so they run fine. If we trolled all nothing but live, or not live, nothing but ballyhoo, behind the boat, we'd slow down. Because right. they swim better at like five and a half, five knots. Right. But since we have a lot of artificials out there, and then rig ballyhoo, we, we pick the speed up just a little bit. That's a coordination of the cockpit is critical. You know, like recreational guys even, you know, but... Again, multiple hits. Chaos can ensue. How do you guys handle that? Good coordination, practice, uh, time element, what? Well, I've been fishing with the same guy for at least about 20 years now. He's had a 42-foot yellowfin that's smoking again, Captain Tim Irons. So he runs the boat most of the day, and I run the cockpit. So mm -hmm. basically what will happen is we get fish on, he brings some clients out, or we have friends with us, we put right. them on the rod, and they get the real fish in. Then I'll, I'll stay, and I'll, I'll clear the cockpit. Why they fight fish, and then I lead her, and then Tim gaffs the fish. We've got it down to a, to a science, Tim and I. Okay, but but what I need, mean to, again, say two, three hookups. You have three guys in the back, three rods going. I mean, directing, right? Because two and a half, they're, you know, they're of their own mind. They just take off. So yeah, how do you, so how do you avoid that cross lines and stuff? You bark orders? <laughs> you, what do you do? Oh, bark. I don't know if it's bark or scream at the top of your lungs at people when they don't do what you, what you want them to. But basically, cross. <laughs> It's always, uh, you know, it depends on the angler and how good he is. So normally we have at least one or two good anglers, and they can get the fish to the boat fast. So we'll have the, the newest guy slow down and let the other guy get the fish in, and then the guys who aren't as good take their time and get their fish up at that point. Mm -hmm. So we know who we have and what they can do, and that, that's, we direct them in that direction to, to make sure that we get all the fish to the boat. Okay, Chuck, someone who wants to get in the mid-range and offshore scene, they're good with fluke. They're good with stripers, you know, whatever. Outfitting tackle-wise, what do you and Irons use on the boat? Rods, reels, we, lines, what? We have all um, Shimano rods with AVET 50s. We have six eight black AVET 50s and four AVET 30s in red. They happen to match the color of the boat and the mm -hmm. that's on it. Um, but if you're going to fit even inshore, you're going to need at least, like, some kind of a 50, whether it's a TLD 50, which is a less expensive reel. Right. Or if you have the money, you buy the, you know, Shimano's or the or the AVETs or the pens. But you're going to need a couple 50s at least just to be safe because there's some big fish still in there. And you don't want to fight, you don't really want to fight that a big fish, a 100-plus pound fish on 30 if you don't have to. Now, Chuck, the AVETs, I mean, great reels, and there's, there's a lot of great reels. Now, I shouldn't say that for this game. There's not a lot, but there's a good selection of great reels out there. Why the Avits? Is it the gearing, the drag, overall performance, no problems with it? Because, again, you can get, you guys can get any any reels you want. What is it about the – and I'm, I'm not plugging Avit people. I don't use them. What is it about the Avits? I'm, I'm, I'm asking you well, from, from, from my lack of experience and your, and your wealth of experience. The, the main reason is they're made in the United States, and the guy I fish with is a big proponent of that. And okay. That's important to all of us. So that's one reason. And then it's the second time he's bought them. He's had, we had silver ones to start. And we decided to change over, and we had nothing. Never had problems with these. Ever, ever had problems with the, with the AVEX. So that's my, a, that's the bottom line, if man. If, if it ain't broke, don't, don't fix it. Fit, don't fix it. We're speaking with Chuck Snyder, talking tuna. Okay, lines, Chuck. What's the deal? 80, we, we fished eighty pound moi moi on top. I think we have about a, about one hundred and fifty yards or two. Oh, I'm sorry, three hundred yards of that on top mm -hmm. for the top shot, and then we have braid backing in the back. We got another four hundred yards of braid backing. Any particular brand of braid? No, I don't even know what's on the. I don't even know what's on them, to be honest mm -hmm. with you. And why the Mamoy? Uh, it's just because we've always used it. Okay. Yeah, there's no other reasons for us, honestly, Tom. Mm -hmm. um, and then we, you know, we fish that to a to a snap swivel, and then we have everything on a leader. So. Now, so Chuck, speaking of leader, now again, here we go. The ocular system of a tuna listeners from from my studies and my experience with it, they have tremendous. They can be incredibly line shy. Okay, but, you know, and the thing with fluorocarbon, fluorocarbon, fluorocarbon has been around, what, since, I guess, we had Seaguar, we introduced Seaguar, I think it was in 93 or 94, with GBS down there in Port St. Lucie. They, they shared a building with Yazuri. But I, I interviewed a captain once, and he was a strong proponent of fluorocarbon, said it was absolutely necessary. He had been tuna, chasing tuna for 30, 35 years. I said, Cap, the tuna you caught before fluorocarbon, were they blind or stupid, or, or is it just... That I wasn't being a wise ass. Well, maybe I was. But the, is it the sheer amount of fishing pressure now, Chuck? Do you think that fluorocarbon with the refractive index close to that of water, which is 
and I'd say literally people, virtually invisible. Is that, uh, is that like, you don't, don't have it, don't go type thing? Absolutely. I, I think when you're, especially when you're throwing a plug or you're jigging, that's that what I hear. Carbon, and the pound that you use, the poundage, so whether it's 60 pound or 80 pound, depending on how shy the fish are that day, is really important. I don't think trolling, I don't think it makes any difference in the fluorocarbon, especially when you get, you know, so you're pulling them in the wash, and all you can see is the bait. Mm-hmm. But anytime you're jigging, especially and then on the chunk also, and we go from, if we start an 80-pound leader, and we, don't, we mark fish and don't get them, I'll go down to 40-pound leader. I'd rather, I'd rather bust a couple of fish off and ca- have a chance to catch them than not catch anything at all. Yeah, Chuck, I've, I've had the occasion. These guys went down to 30-pound. And we caught some fish, but I said, I said, Jesus, man. This is what I this is what I chase flathead catfish with thirty pound, you know. So they, they see the tuna come up and boom, especially in the, you know in the chunking game, they can be really really shy. Oh, absolutely, they they are, and it's it's just like fishing for any other thing. I spent a lot of time in Isla Mirada fishing for yellowtail, and you can see them behind the boat, and, and you get this thing you have twenty pound or twenty five pound leader on, mm-hmm. and they won't bite. You go down to ten pounds, yeah, and all of a sudden you catch every single fish there is. Which, which, whether it's small fish or big fish, that leader makes a big difference. Which begs the question. I had a guy once, an old timer, we were, we were fishing on this boat. Nice guy. And, uh, I, <laughs> why this, why this came to my, well, my mind's a, basically a pinball machine. And I said, he left a probably three quarters of an inch, half an inch of line, you know, tied off the hook. And I said, I think there's, there's any Lenny. I said, Lenny, are you going to, sn- you're going to snip that? He says, why? I said, well, the fish can see that. He said, what makes you think they're going to not bite because of that when you have this line <laughs> going to the rod and reel <laughs> on there? I said, oh, that was a good point. <laughs> but, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, that's, those well, I, could never, I could, I, I could yeah. never fish with one of those little tails on a hook. If my, if my stuff's not perfectly neat and tidied up, yeah. it's not going in the water. Oh, I, yeah, Chuck, I'm the same way. My lovely Dee Marie is meticulous. Well, the woman, meticulous when it comes to that. We're speaking with Tuna Chuck Snyder, talking bluefin. Okay, Chuck, bluefin, the end game. Your big tuna's coming up. He's legal. Get you, now, the gaff game is critical. Getting the hell out of lead is critical. We only have a couple of minutes, Chuck. Go into the end game, and what is the most common mistake made on the part of the angler? I think the angler is the most common mistake for the angler would be like where they try to force the fish where they can't direct the fish to the side of the boat. Since we're fishing with triple outboards, we have to take the fish on the back of one side or the other. Right. So if he doesn't pull that fish up. And then the other thing, if you're not an experienced leader guy, if you grab that leader and you jerk on that fish, that fish is automatically going to want to just pull back, and you're going to bust him off or he's going to run and dive again. You could, when you leader that fish, if you're not going to leader it nice and gentle and just pull him right up and keep him in the same motion, don't change what he's been doing. If you don't change that, he'll come right up to set a boat. My buddy Timmy will stick him right in the head with a gas every single time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've been leading our fish. I try not to real fish in. And in doing that, I become the, the leader guy on the boat. Uh-huh. So that's my thing. So we get the fish up, whether it's a big eye or a bluefin or whatever, and then Timmy comes over and he'll stick it for us. Now, Chuck, we're, we're uh, up against a break. We have to end this in the next minute or so. Are you pretty much finished fluking and stuff now the tuna going crazy? I, I know you no, I but, know you would be want to be out there every day, Snyder. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going tomorrow, Tom. It's going to be nice. I'm going to enjoy it day on the on the bay. Good for you. Good for you. My father fished. My father fished last Saturday. Mm-hmm. I was offshore. He fished in the bay, and he had him and his buddy had seven keepers. Now they had to throw one back, but they had six keepers. Six they kept, and one additional one in about nice. four hours. They gulp them, bucktail and what? Bucktail gulp. All gulp. All gulp, gulp with bucktails on the gulp. There you go, Chuck Snyder. Thanks for joining us on Rack and Fin today. Be safe out there. Your next canyon trip, Chuck. Uh, keep me informed what's happening. Okay. Yep, I was. Yep, we'll do, Tom. And by the way, listeners, he has the coolest yellow lab, which is pretty much Arctic white. I think his name is what Charlie Marlin. That is correct. He is the best boy ever. And you, he's what five years old? Just turned five. He's in great shape. What are you walking about? Thirty miles a day? <laughs> no, then I wouldn't have the beer belly that I have if I did that. But he gets a mile. He gets a mile a day at least. Okay, Chuck, you take care. Thanks for joining us on Rack and Listeners. Chuck Snyder, Bluefin Tactics. Try it out, man. This fishery is exploding. We have the uh, upgrade, uh, upgrade, increase. Their boats can keep. Get your HMS for it. This is going to be a hell of a year for the tuna. Chuck, you take care, man. You too, Tom. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Long in that segment. Be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. Oh, me, me on the overall, me still, still. Comes down to it. Shop right at the Acme for the, uh, for the Bubble Beer Star Kissed. Or if I got some extra money to Progresso. 
those, and he's got, I've been out there. We, we're fishing five and six. Whoa, six foot seat. Whoa, and oh, that's something else, man. But the blue fin bite is hot as per the canyon run of the yellow fin are in, some long fin, and also the big eye. Go. Go now. Be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. South Jersey's talk station. Fox News. I'm Jill Nato. In cities all across the U.S., protests fueled by the death of George Floyd, the African-American man killed in police custody. Demonstrations in New York, Dallas, and L.A. In Minnesota, Governor Tim Walz warned about the violence in Minneapolis. This is life-threatening, dangerous. Fox's Mike Tobin is there as police struggle to restore order. When the uh, the officers come in and they start dealing with one person, they do get mobbed by others. So you need a, a, a team of officers to effect one arrest. At least 1,700 National Guard troops to be deployed to the Minneapolis region. The White House on lockdown for a while late Friday night. <laughs> As Secret Service wrangled with very loud protesters, some of whom were throwing bottles, one person taken into custody. America's listening to Fox News. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. For today, a shower to start, otherwise increasing amounts of sunshine throughout the day. This afternoon's high, 85. Partial clouds for tonight, low 59. Mostly sunny, nice for Sunday, the high 73. Sunday night, low 47. And for Monday, partial sun, high 71. I'm AccuWeather's Andy Robb on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Yeah, back inside Rack and Fin Radio. That was Tuna Chuck Snyder, man. The tuna bite is hot. It's going to get hotter. There'll be the ups and downs. Uh, pushes the green water here and there. But the canyons, the mid-ranges are low. The elephant trunk, the hot dog at Infinitum, the London Cole, the Toms, the Wilmington, the Hudson, the Baltimore, and uh, some white marlar. I'll tell you, things, things are happening. The mahi are going to be here very soon those those are a lot of fun you don't have to you know be captain ahab and head out 70 miles to get them I mean, we like to fit anything any flotsam any buoys any, any weeds you see sit and basically use your use your freshwater bass tackle those things will kick your ass well the show is called rack and fin radio for a reason in three months in a week bow season is going to open already thinking deer already thinking deer season and tomorrow sunday Again, extremely short notice with the gentleman I have on the on the waiting on the line right now, very patient. I'm gonna bust his balls about it. Such short notice. The United Bow Hunters in New Jersey and the Garden State Archers are gonna be conducting a smash the curve 3D shoot. Again, tomorrow. It's gonna be at the Garden State Archers facility. That's 110 Larison Road in Wrightstown. Hit your GPS, 110 Larison Road in Wrightstown. And registration starts at 7 a.m. tomorrow, Sunday, okay? Uh, I think until noon. Join us online right now is Executive Vice President, United Bowhunters in New Jersey, John the Main Man Arundel, talking about this great shoot, Smash the Curve. How's it going, John? Great, Tom. How are you today? Lock, cocked, and ready to rock. This short notice got me got me scrambling last night or the night before. I was going like, whoa, 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 what's going on here? So tell us about the shoot. You have adults, you have 11 to 15-year-old, 10 and under, going to the prices. And it's, listeners, check this out. To help hunters helping the hungry, anyone bringing a non-perishal food item will receive a ticket for a prize drawing. John, you guys really going to the nines with this, man. Yeah, Tom, uh, you know, we got the archery ranges open uh, probably about a week and a half, two weeks ago, yep. and uh, we got a lot of uh, contact from shooters. Uh, you know, when's the first shoot? When's the first shoot? Uh, I got together with the uh, president of Garden State Archers and said, hey, you got anything going on this Sunday? He said, nope. I said, okay, let's do a shoot. He said, I'm in. So we threw it together last minute, and... You know, the whole perishable thing, we've seen the lines at the food bank. Yeah, And yeah. we know they've, they've taken a hit during this. And we said, you know, we got to do something to help out, which hunters always do. Yep, yep. So, uh, you know, we're collecting non-perishables. And uh, whoever brings something will get a, a ticket for a, a, a prize drawing. Well, John, how many actual uh, 3D targets on the course? We're going to have 30 uh, 3D targets out. 30? Whoa. Yep. Whoa. Hey, listen, this, you're going to be slamming. Are you going to you're going to cap the number of archers? Uh, no, <laughs> but we're going to follow the, uh, you know, social distancing uh, groups of uh, two to three, uh, unless they're from the same household. And, 
you know, just follow some uh, safety regulations and let yeah. them out on the course and uh, have some fun. I mean, there's plenty of space in between the targets, so yep. there's not going to be anybody grouped up. And, uh, you know, we just want to get going and get back to normal. It's, and I, and I liked when you said normal. I don't, I don't ascribe to this new normal BS, man. John, that's driving me not crazy. A, there is uh, no new normal. It's normal. Okay, listeners, here's the dealio. Adults, $15. Youngsters, 11 to 15 $10. Youngsters, 10 and under, free. Okay, again, to help the hunters helping the hungry, anyone bringing a non-perishable food item will receive a ticket for a prize drawing. It's Smash the Curve 3D Shoot. Tomorrow, the 31st, at the Garden State Archer Facility. Listeners, Google this, GPS this, 110 Larison Road in Wrightstown, New Jersey. That's Burlington County, not far from here. Registration starts at 7 a.m. until noon. John, how long will this go? Uh, usually it takes about two hours to shoot the course, and we're mm -hmm. going to cut registration off at noon so that uh, you know, we okay, have yeah. time in the afternoon to pull the targets in. Okay, John, let's get to the UBNJ for a minute. You guys have been very, very proactive you know, one of the most proactive organizations in combating the antis. Now, from what I hear, my sources out there, they are really revving for the stop the bear hunt thing, dealing with legislators and, and things like that. And they want, they're after deer hunting as well. People, the, the casual hunter especially doesn't seem to realize what's at stake here. They don't, Tom. And, you know, uh, we say it all the time and sometimes it feels like you're preaching to the choir, but you have to get involved. If we put something up where we're asking them to call their local assemblyman or senator, you know, they have to make those calls because the antis are calling in droves. And it just looks like the sportsmen don't care. And we have to show that we do care and that we are a big voting block that is right. watching what they do with our sport. John, why, why do you think the apathy is? And I've been, I've been, listen, I'm the first one to say I've been guilty of this, but I, past couple of years man i've been really jumping ugly and co contacting the legislators but is it why the apathy john you think just laziness or it can't happen here i think they think it can't happen that they can't take it away from us uh some have the attitude that yeah you know what if they uh, stop it i'm just going to go and do it anyway which you yes, know yeah isn't the legal way of doing things but you know i mean i i think it's more uh they just think it's never going to uh, be taken away and that's the, uh, the that's that's the tragedy of it all. Let's just speak, we're speaking with John Erndel, Executive Vice President, United Bowhunters of New Jersey. Now tomorrow, smash the curve 3D shoot at the Garden State Archer Facility, 110 Larison Road in Wrightstown, New Jersey. Registration starts at 7 in the morning, as John says, they're going to stop it at noon. Adults, $15. 11 to 15-year-old youngsters, $10. 10 and under free. 30 3D targets on the court. Am I seeing this? You got Reinhardt targets? Yep, all Reinhardt targets. You guys don't mess, guys and gals. You guys and gals don't mess around with this. And it's a rain or shine event, correct? Correct. Any information, John, ubnj.org? Yep, ubnj.org, or you can look us up under United Bowhunters on Facebook. Okay, now, uh, as we dis discussed before we went on the air, the Pahacon Creek is closed tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's all yours, Tom. <laughs> so you take care. Best everybody in the UBNJ. Be good. We'll see you soon. All right. Thanks, Tom. We appreciate it. You got it. Bye. Right. Yeah, we get a break. Let's get to some fishing reports coming up. Be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Clay's Climate Control. Clay's Climate Control has instituted new service procedures for your comfort and safety. These updates ensure that you receive the level of service that you'd expect from Clay's with the attention to your health that you deserve. Because no matter what's happening in the world, emergencies will still pop up and service calls need to happen. But with the new Site Call app from Clay's Climate Control, technicians can conduct virtual estimates and sales calls right from your phone. And if a technician has to come to your home, breathe easy knowing that they're using every protective measure possible, including personal protective equipment, shoe covers, gloves, masks, hand sanitizer, and high-quality disinfectants. Ask about services to combat the spread of disease and improve air quality. And as always, interest-free financing is available. Book online at claysclimatecontrol.com. You make the call, Clay's handles it all. Call 609-910-4779. Clay's Climate Control. If you make the call, we'll handle it all. 
Nominate a healthcare worker that deserves a pat on the back. Go to claysclimatecontrol.com and they could win a free condensing unit. Copiers Plus has been providing quality products and services to South Jersey businesses since 1986. They've been selling, leasing, and servicing copiers, printers, and multifunction devices from top brands such as Rico, Lanier, and now introducing Hewlett Packard to their lineup. With the latest from HP, they now offer the new low-cost PageWide systems. PageWide is the latest in low-cost inkjet technology, providing both presentation quality documents along with business color for printing invoices, mailers, and much more. Copiers Plus with knowledgeable, reliable, and fast service response time. Copiers Plus, where service has been their specialty for over 30 years. For a no-obligation assessment of your business document needs, visit copiersplus.com. That's copiersplus.com. Or call 609-645-7587. That's 609-645-PLUS for Copiers Plus. Copiers Plus. At Home Recreation, New Jersey's largest pool store is offering their largest Memorial Week savings ever. Get ready for summer. Save $200 to $2,000 off New Jersey's market price. For a limited time, in addition to 33% off the regular prices on swimming pools, they are also giving 20% off on pool installation prices. Get five months, no payment financing, plus 24-month, 0% APR financing. That's 24 months, zero APR. At Home Recreation has the largest selection of spas, hot tubs, and huge swim spas in New Jersey with over 25 models on display, most for immediate delivery. And right now they're offering five months no payment financing plus up to 48 months 0% financing. That's 48 months zero APR based on model purchased. At Home Recreation also has a large selection of aluminum and marine grade patio furniture now at Memorial Week Savings plus e-bikes starting at $699.99. At Home Recreation, Route 18 North East Brunswick, Route 88 Brick, Highway 36 Hazlitt and Bay Avenue, Manahawkin. Visit athomerecreation.com for a store near you. Thanks for calling 1-800-GOT-JUNK. This is Sarah. How can I help? Sarah, Brian wants to see all of us in a video chat. One click and I'm there. Thanks for coming, everyone. Today, I'm proud to announce our new no-contact full-service junk removal. No contact? No contact. But if they don't contact us, how are we going to know it's time to make their junk disappear? Oh, they still have to contact us, but we don't contact them. What do you mean? When our truck team arrives at the home, they'll pick up the junk from wherever the customer decided to put it. But what if it's still in the home? Our healthy, happy truck team will touch only the junk they are hauling away and they never get closer than six feet away from the customer. All they have to do is point? And they can even point over the phone. Your home will feel big, clean, and open. When you want junk to disappear, call 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Or visit 1-800-GOT-JUNK.COM. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We're running down to Nikki at Hands 2 and Kate May. Nick, what is the drum bite? What is a weak fish bite? What do we got? Weak fish has been really good right now. We've been catching uh, some decent-sized ones off the rock piles, blood worms. Uh, artificial's been working real well. And then uh, drum bite's really strong right now. I had guys uh, catch over, you know, eight fish Boo. per boat. Are they the Jersey side? I said, what, Tussies, the pin top, where? No, they're actually fishing close, tight to the beach, uh, about 20 foot of water, a little northern than what we have been fishing. Okay, Nick, for the weak fish, blood's on a high-low rig, blood's under a float? Blood's on a float, so the way out, how we fish it in Cape May. Okay, go, 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 have a minute. Go into that technique. What are you doing? Uh, outgoing, incoming, what's the dealio? Uh, about incoming tide, middle of the day, seems to be producing. Guys all using fluorocarbon with about a three-foot lead, a little uh, split shot, and a bobber. Middle of the day? Middle of the day. So much for weak fish, the night bite. There you go, Nick. You guys are always full of surprise. We'll talk to you next week, bro. Hey, by the way, how's your brother doing? Doing good. All right, tell him I was asking for him. Go kick ass. Thank you. See you. Let's run it up the coast a bit to Sea Isle City. Mike the Critter Cunningham. Sea Isle Bait and Tackle. They were Fish Alley. What is happening down your way, Mike? Good morning, Tom. How's everything going today? Oh, I got a report coming from you, and I'm leaving here and going down your way. From what I'm, from what I'm hearing, is happening, Mike. What do you got? I'll tell you, the flounder fishing was good all week, despite this weather. The flounder fishing was good all week. It sounds like everybody's getting, nobody's killing it. Everybody's getting some keepers, lots of throwbacks. But 
The most exciting thing this week is the Blues have moved in. All right. I'd say anywhere from two to five pounds. Flounder guys are hating them because they're losing bucktails and golf like crazy. But everybody else is happy. They're getting, I mean, you know, guys are really catching them. Fresh bunker and mullet. They're from the inlet all the way around the island. Mike, to the, uh, back to the flounder. Okay, strictly the bucktail and gulp. Any guys doing the squid and mini thing? Minis, yes. Squid, no. Salmon. Salmon strips are the hottest thing the going. Salmon, salmon on a white bucktail, high hook mini, red hook, red hook, high hook mini is the secret. Please say you have the bellies in stock. You got we the do. salmon We're loaded up stock? with them. Um, you know, they've been super hot. We got more coming in today. Um, you know, and and good thing is, this might not be best my business, but if you keep them on ice, you can refreeze them one time. Uh-huh. They're cured up. Don't try and refreeze them twice, but it's a big container, so don't be scared of it. You can refreeze it. Mike, any particular color to the bucktail? White. White, white bucktail. White, white, like you said that. Yeah, white. I just white wanna, bucktail, I salmon that. strip. Use a red high hook. Don't tap the answers, none of that. Use a red high hook. Your mini on it. Yeah, that want, combo has been the ticket. I want to hear the white one more time, Mike. These these fluke along the drop offs and the channels. We're, yeah, we're, the edge. You know, start that, that. You know, when you're in four foot, it drops down to fifteen. Working that edge over and over. That's that's what you want to be working on. Can I tell me before I let you go? Tell me about the weak fish. They're still here. I think so much boat traffic over the weekend. Everybody who had a boat was on the water this weekend, despite the weather. Yep. That definitely slowed them up. Um, we did see some, but it, it, I think they're here. I think they're just, they're, they're, you know, they're quieting down. Mike, any word on drum off the beach? I haven't seen any drum off the beach this weekend. Sounds like they had a good bite over there in the bay. Yep. But locally, I haven't seen any. Okay, Mike, we'll talk to you next week, brother. Have a great Take day. Care. Let's jump it up to Atlantic City. One stop, bait and tackle, North Atlantic Avenue. Noel Feliciano, where it's, I, I can't even say triple banging. It's Bible banging. What's going on, Noel? You got a fish all over the place. Let me tell you something. This is one of the best years for striped bass, for weak fish, for kingfish, for blues, and it keeps on going. The hot spot of the whole New Jersey with this jetty new system that we have out here. You cannot get any better than this. This is on triple fire. Let me tell you something. <laughs> if you never, your rod never bent in the past year or six months, Whatever I can guarantee you, one-stop bait and tackle in Lancaster, New Jersey, can put you on a hot spot. All you got to do is show up. And, and the reason that a lot of people catch fish here is not because of the Lancaster City. It's because I sell lucky bait. You know what I'm saying to you? <laughs> <laughs> the most important thing, I just weighed in a, a striped bass a few minutes ago. It was actually 36 inches. And uh, the fish are here, guys. Nice. The epicenter of striped bass, the epicenter of bluefish. They're gators, and between gators and 18 and 19 inch fish, uh, the flounder situation is on triple banging. Yep. Uh, I have a flounder tournament going on right now. It's actually for adults, for kids, for land, and uh, boats. So all three trifecto. And, and, and let me tell you something we're having fun. This is the most important thing, keeping the whole buzz going on with the fishing industry going on. Yep. we got to get these kids off of Xboxes and picking up their tackle Damn box the and getting some fresh air, fresh and- air, some sun, and, and put the icing on the cake and actually catching a fish for them. Have that rod to bend and get that same excitement out of them, out of them when they get a good score up on, on, on an yep. Xbox. And, and having that fly rod defended so they can feel really good. Hey, Noel, so, what's, what's uh, been flying under the radar are the Royals. You have some good kingfish action down there, man. And nobody's talking about it so, uh, because of the flounder and the weed yes. fish and the bass and the blues. So a friend of mine fishes up on Vetna Pier. Uh, Vetna Pier has been closed because of the COVID. Uh, I says, no problems. I got a spot for you too, Poppy. You don't have to go on a jetty. You don't have to do nothing like that. You could just pull up in front of the flagship. There's a, a nice fishing pier slash boardwalk. He caught 21 of them, baby. And all the small ones he actually put back. So that should tell you something. Yep. Noel, what's been happening by the seawall? The seawall's been on fire with fluke and uh, weak fish and striped bass and uh, fluke. So I honestly think this is one of the best years we possibly can have. I thought last year and the year before it was better. But, you know, between the people who can't go to work because they have the COVID going on yep. and uh, 
the, the fishing is definitely super epic in AC because the rods are bending down and, and doing a familia thing, you know? Okay, listen, there's one, just, just a heads up here. You go to one stop, you get the minis, wear protective gear because, I don't know, in the well trains them in ninja stuff. They are the fiercest, no, these are suicidal these are the fiercest minis I have ever, ever seen. They come out after you. No, you know, where, where do you get your minis, man? <laughs> let me tell you something. The minnow situation, I had a five-inch minnow that I took a video with. I thought I, 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 thought I could weigh that thing in, man. You That's how good it was. You caught a stock <laughs> trap. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, how's the family? Everything good? How's a beautiful little Stella? Excellent. Stella's coming. You got Noah coming. You got another baby coming with my son. A little baby girl coming. The family's getting big. I'm super stoked, happy about that. And I honestly think, guys, if you never remember something, take care of your family, take care of others, and, and do unto others what you want to do to yourself. So I honestly think if you follow this model in life, first your First God, then your family, and then your friends. Everything comes all along yeah, the yeah. way it's supposed to be. And the rod will bend, you know? You got it. Okay, brother, we'll see you this week. <laughs> Take care. Bye-bye. Going to wrap it up with the small but mighty Tuckerton Bait and Tackle, South Green Street in Tuckerton. Straight a shot right off exit 58, going straight down 539. You're on Route 9, going south, make a left right there at the Wawa, and you're coming up, Route I make a right at the Wawa, and you are there down about a mile down the road. Mike, what's happening? Great Bayway and the crabbing situation. You are in some fishing heaven there, brother. What's the deal? Okay, crabbing. Get to give it two and a half to three claws. Uh, nice sunny days. Hit those mosquito creeks on the incoming tide. And bunker, no chicken. <laughs> <laughs> What about what are you, what are you hearing uh, fluke wise out there in the bay? Uh, they are doing pretty well on the fluke. I'm guessing from the conversations, it's probably fifty fifty. Keepers to throwbacks. Keepers are pretty nice fish. They're in the 20, 20 inch neighborhood. I've heard a couple uh, already at twenty seven inches. Mike, I'll and tell they're you, nice and thick. Yeah, fifty fifty is a great deal. Now uh, we had some luck right off. What's that little Sheep's Head Creek? That bridge, uh, making that hike, going over that little ditch there. Yep. The Sheep's Head Creek been pretty active. And out by the fish factory? Yeah. Uh, okay, fish factory and steaks. And that, that last bridge has been really, really good on the moving water. There you go. For a lot of different stuff. I mean, blowfish, uh, fluke, some small bass in there. Mm -hmm. Mike, one last question. You hear any drum in the bay still along Ohio Avenue or, or Iowa? Um, not hearing too much uh, on a drum front. A lot of guys switched over and they're fluking. Okay. Uh, if they are drum fishing, they're not talking about it. I did have a guy come all the way from Wildwood to yeah. buy surf clam off of me last week. You got the clams, man. Okay, Mike, you take care. We'll, I got, talk, yeah, to you. we'll, we'll talk to you next week, brother. Oh, by the way, by all the right, way, by you, the way, whoa, 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 whoa. You have Pappy's crab traps have a great in day. stock? Mike, Mike, you still there? Yeah. Yes, Pappy, I am. You have Pappy's crab traps in stock? Oh, yes, I have Pappy's crab traps, and I'm waiting on Skip to get some more to me. Okay, man, you take care. Oh, you too, Tommy. Thanks a lot. Yeah, Pappy's crab traps. Crabs, they just can't resist. That'll do it for this week on Rack and Fin Radio. Get out and enjoy the social distancing, all that stuff. I think it's, it's whatever. But just get out there. Be safe. God bless America. God bless our troops. See you next week. Rack and Fin Radio. 